0: In Parshavsky Tate we have the mitzvah of Shalach HaKan. Ki Yikoreh Kansipa L'Fanecha, a person finds a nest, and he finds eggs or chicks in the nest, like we know the Pasek says, Shalach Tashalach HaSeim HaSebonim Tekach Send away the mother bird before you take the chicks. What's the reason for this mitzvah? So if we look in the Rishonim, we find a number of reasons that they bring for Shiloh Each one is a fascinating limit in its own right. There's one opinion in the Rishonim that explains the reason for Shiloh is similar to the mitzvah that the Torah says, Tishchotu <laughs> B'Yom And says the reason for both these mitzvahs not to take the mother with the eggs and not to take the parent animal and shechel together with the baby is because Ayn HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to destroy the world. He doesn't want the species to become extinct. It's true you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to shechel. But if it's going to be with reckless abandon, we could wipe out a species. And the way the Torah prevents this is the Torah tells us you can do one or the other. If you want to shech the mother, let the baby go free. It'll grow up and produce more. You want to take the baby, let the mother go. it can make a new nest and have more eggs. And that way we're going to ensure the perpetuation of the species. Whereas if a person could shech the whole herd, a person would take mother bird and baby birds together, it could lead to a situation where we'd make a species extinct. And Hashem doesn't want us to destroy the world. As an aside, there's always a discussion what the Torah's view on conservation is, if the Torah wants us to work on preserving the world. So at least according to this opinion, we see a basis for such a dear, an idea that the Torah doesn't want us to destroy the world. We have to make sure not to allow things to become extinct. But that's a side point. So far, so we've seen one reason brought in the for sh- in the Rishonim for Shalachaka. There's another reason also. And there's a second reason which is brought down and that is, have you ever tried to catch a bird? It's impossible. Maybe you need to make a trap, maybe you need to put up a net and a bird will get caught. But to use your hands to catch a bird is impossible. A bird senses a person's nearness and instinctively it's going to fly away. A bird won't remain if a person is in close proximity. And yet when it comes to Mr. I can. The terrorist says, Take the bird and chase it away. How do you get your hands on the bird? And the answer is because even though instinctively, naturally, a bird will run from fear of the human being, but here the bird has a nest to protect. It has its chicks, it has its eggs. And therefore the bird is going to overcome its natural desire to run and protect itself. In order to try and defend its young, in order to try and defend its chicks, and that is Rishonim to say that the reason for Shlach HaKan is the Torah says you have to respect maseiros nefesh. A bird is willing to endanger himself in order to save his young. The Torah says you can take the young, but don't take the bird. Let the bird go free. You would never have been able to get the bird had it not been trying to protect its chicks, and you have to respect that maseiros nefesh. That's the second point we see of a mitzvah of, uh, limud, which we can learn from the mitzvah shalachaka. There's a third point and this I'll say, I'll preface with the story. When I spent a number of years learning malachas of and checking for trafis, so my mentor was one of the biggest experts in America in these halachas his name was Ablazer Jacob. And he told me the following story. He said one time he was the rab in charge of a shikhita, which wanted to make a deal with a certain rancher in Texas to buy from him 10,000 head of cattle to shecht. It was a very big deal. And uh, this, these Texan farmers asked if the rabbi in charge of the shikhits could come and meet them before they signed the deal. So he said he went down to Texas to meet this farmer and the farmer saw he was a religious man. He said to him, Rabbi, before we discuss the the business, I actually wanted to ask you a question I've always had in the Bible. What was the question he always had in the Bible? So what he wanted to know was there's a myth in the Torah of don't mix meat and milk. And the question he wanted to know was meat's kosher. Jews are allowed to eat meat. Jews are allowed to drink milk. So what's so terrible if they eat the two together? Why does the Torah make an isra of mixing meat and milk? Now, one could say it's a khayk. It's a mitzvah we don't have a reason for. But the one wants to explain the mitzvah, So, if Jacob said he knew of the It gives a different explanation. And what the rakakh says, on the mitzvah of basa b'chalaf is it's true the Torah allows a person to eat meat and the Torah allows a person to drink milk but if a person is going to drink milk think for a second where does the milk come from we know the milk comes from a cow and if that's the case a person has to have at least a minimal hakaris hatav to the cow and produce the milk which I'm going to drink and the way to express that minimal hakaris that a person has to have to the cow is at least don't shekht it to eat with its own milk. You can choose to shekht the cow, the Torah says you can use animals. But if you're going to use what the cow gave you, you're going to make use of the milk, at least don't eat, don't drink the milk together with the cow. Don't shekht the cow to use with its own milk. Tremendous idea. You could say something similar to Shaloha as well. The Torah says, the Torah says that one can't person's allowed to eat the bird, person's allowed to eat eggs, but to take the eggs I means the person has to have a cursor to the bird that laid the eggs, and to eat the fish together is a lack of a khorosotof, that's what Jacob explained to this Texan farmer, so he looks at him and says, you know I want to tell you, that There have been people protesting outside my farm, outside my ranch, that I shouldn't be doing business with Jews. They say that the Jewish way of slaughter is inhumane, is painful to animals, which just as an aside, obviously that's not the case. But he said to him, now that I see the Torah's sensitivity, not even to, so to speak, be ungrateful to an animal, I can't imagine there's anything unkind about the Torah's way of slaughter. So we have three different reasons, and then more as well, but for the midst of shalachakeh. We have one reason not to destroy a species. We have one reason to respect the mysterious nefesh of a bird is trying to protect us here. Not to use that as a way to catch and kill the bird. And we have a third reason, and that is to have a chorus of to the bird who's going to provide us with the eggs. So we don't look at Shiloh as a mitzvah which is a chok, as a mitzvah which has no meaning, or no reason. And if that's the okay, case, let's ask a question. As a Mishnah, the Mishnah says that if a person says in their davening that, Al-Kan you should be merciful, Hashem, like to ask as if you're merciful to birds. And where is the mercy to birds that the mitzvah of the Mishnah says, Meshat Kenosah. We silence him. That's not the right thing to say. Now, what's wrong with saying that the reason for Shiloh can is because Hashem is mercy and both? Hashem is merciful? There's two reasons in the Gemara. But one of the reasons is because the mitzvahs are a khuk. They're an instruction from Hashem and we're meant to see them as an instruction. If that's meant to mean but that's meant to mean that we're not meant to look for reasons in mitzvahs. We're just meant to accept them as a law, as a choik, without trying to delve into meaning. So that we have a question of all the other Rishonim who do give reasons for shalach haken. The Rambam, famously in gives a reason for shalach haken. And he says, even though the Gemara says that if a person would say that the reason for shalach haken is because Hashem is merciful to birds, we silence Him. The Rambam says that's going according to the view that we don't look for reasons for mitzvahs. The Rambam doesn't hold up that opinion. There's a second opinion that we do look for reasons for mitzvahs. But nevertheless, the Ramban asks the question as well. And he wants to understand, even if you're going to say that one can look for reasons for mitzvahs, but to say that the reason for shalocha can, is because of Hashem's mercy for the mother, bird is wrong. That's not the right reason for the mitzvah. Why not? So here there's an important principle I would like to learn together with everyone. An important principle not just in understanding the mitzvah of Shilah haken, but I think in understanding the concept of Rachamim as well. Why it's wrong to say that the mitzvah the reason for the mitzvah of Shailah haken is because of Hashem's mercy for birds let's explain what this means. What does Rachamim mean? What does it mean to have mercy? So what I'm saying is really based on the M'sedic Shasharim. He talks about this idea as well. And that is mercy, Rachamim, isn't the opposite of Din. It's not a contradiction. Otherwise, Hashem wouldn't be able to work with both Rachamim and Din. Really din is a concept of what's meant to be. And Hashem works with Din. Like there are Ain Mirasa Din it. It's not that Baruch Barak forfeits the din. But within the parameters of the din, Hashem can act with rachamim. Let's explain what that line means. Quite from the Let's explain what it means. A kodishparakhu has a job in mind for every person. A tafkid which he wants every person to accomplish. For Hashem to say to somebody, You know what? I'm going to be merciful on you and uh, you allow you not to fulfil your tafkid. That wouldn't be happening. That's a person giving Hashem giving up for a person what he's meant to do. Or sometimes a person's tafkid requires hard work. Mokhai him to be most nefesh it's difficult, but that's what the person is meant to achieve. And to say, you know what, it it's hard for you, forget about it, don't do it, isn't a rachamim? That's a, a capitulation, so to speak. It's a surrender to not do what he's meant to do. If it's a task that actually intends a person to achieve, a person has to achieve that. So, where's the amakam for rachamim? And the answer is, Rachamim is, there's more than one way how a person can be brought to a Tritha Tatkut. And we made that Kodesh Baruch can find a way, the Rachamim, to bring a person to the same point. There can be a way that a person arrives at a certain destination which is with more difficulty, and a way which is more easier for a person. And the Rachamim isn't that there's, you're not going to arrive at the destination, but rather the Rachamim is that there can be a mm-hmm. different route, an easier route, so to speak, which will bring you to the same point. So for example, if a person has done something wrong, and part of that person's job is to correct what they've done wrong, so to say to the person, you don't need to correct it, it's okay, is changing what they're meant to do. A person's meant to fix what they've m- made mistakes, and a person's meant to correct what they've done wrong. But finding a route to chiva which a person will be able to be able to complete rather than punishing them with the full severity of the Mishpat is Rachamim. Because at the end of the day the person will do chiv. Just instead of punishing him severely to bring him to that point, you found this an easier way to bring him to the same result. And like therefore like Mr. Sharim says, Rachamim doesn't take the place of death. The end result is a din, and the din is going to be Mekoya. Rauch finds an alternative route to get to that end point, which is easier for the person to do. Now with that in mind, let's go back to the mitzvah of A HaKad. HaKadosh Baruchel created birds, he created animals. For what reason? The Ramchal also tells us in a different place. As we know, it is is standard tashkafah. Hashem created the world for people. For people to serve Him, for people to learn His Torah, for people to do His mitzvahs. That's our person is miskadesh, and is mekadesh the entire world as well. But that's for a person who is able to serve Hashem, to learn His Torah, to daven Him directly. What about all the other creatures Hashem created in the world? All the animals and the birds and the fish, that their tafkir isn't to serve Hashem directly. What does Hashem want them to do? Says the Ramchal, everything else in the Bria is there to act as a supporting cast for man. They're there to act as the, so to speak, those the, something to enable a person to be the one to serve Hashem. And the Nimsa says the Ramchal that it's an ilui gadol. It's a tremendous achievement, it's a tremendous elevation for something else in the Bria, for some other. Animal or bird or fish, whatever it's going to be, when it's mishamish the adam, when it's is used to help the person who's serving Hashem, it's like a secondary role of a voter Hashem. That's the best thing which could balchay uh, an animal, a bird, a fish is able to do. It can play a supporting role in serving Hashem. Now, with that in mind. If we're talking about the bird, what are the options which should happen to this bird? Like a and eaten by a person. And to prevent that happening wouldn't be rachamim. What's the alternative? That instead of getting eaten by a person, it's going to get eaten by an eagle. It's going to die of old age. It's going to get caught by a cat. That's not more rachamim. On the contrary... The bird did less, so to speak, in its playing a part in Hashem's world that way than if it would be eaten by a person. And if that's the case, to say it's rachamim that a person, it's rachamim for the bird that a person shouldn't shech the bird is a mistake. That's not rachamim. The best way a bird can be used to serve Hashem is if someone would serve a person to serve Hashem. And like we said, Rachamim isn't coming to prevent something from performing the stachlis, And that's why even if you're going to look for reasons for the mitzvah of Shiloh to say it's Rachamim on the bird isn't the right reason. Now, I'm sure that those who are going to ask a question from a Gemara, it's a well-known Gemara, and it's a well-known question. And the famous Gemara that talks about Rabbi and Nasi. And the Gemara says that for 13 years, Rabbi Yirah Nasi suffered excruciating pain. And what was the reason he was punished? Why did he suffer this pain? The Gemara says the reason. The Gemara says one time he was sitting and learning with the students. And a calf was being led to the Shkita. And the calf sees Rabbi Nasi and breaks away from its. The butcher is going to Shekhtat and runs and hides under Rabbi Yirah Nasi's cloak. And Rabira takes out the calf who is obviously trying to avoid being shakhted and says, "Zil That's what you were created to do, God. And Hashem saw that as a lack of rachamim on the part of Rabira and Nasi, and that's why He suffered Yusura. And in that of what you just said, we need to understand that Gemara. Nasi was right. The animals were created to serve people. And if that's the case, what would Ravira not say wrong in telling the animal to go and get shaktat? That's what you were created for. It's a well-known question and a number of well-known answers. We've given some here in the shul before as well. But today I understood a new point. This point you said of Rachamim. And that is, Rachamim doesn't come to replace the din. The end point is the din. What Hashem wants to be. But there could be more than one route of getting there. And Rahab is looking for an alternative route to the same destination. And that's exactly the point where there was a certain level of a complaint of a Tainer of Yeran t- Because like we said, the din is that animals are created to be used by people. That way they can vicariously be involved in a way but here we're talking about a calf. How can people use calves? How could livestock be used by people as part of a Vedas Here there's more than one root. It's not just for being shekhtan. If it's a female calf, it can grow up to provide milk. If it's a young bullock, it you can grow up to pull the plow. The passage says, the strength of the ox is what provides, what causes the tufa, the grain to grow. In fact, the Gemara even says in the sixth paragraph of Avodah that most most calves are being grown to be work animals rather than being shechted for meat. So, is it the tafkin of a calf to serve a person? Yes, it is. But is there more than one route that the calf can do that? Yes. And therefore, to say to take the approach, la'kach la'tzar to get shechted is din. That's not the only way that he can serve a person. Lekach are about providing milk for people. Lekach Natsaritza about pulling the plow. And if Rebbe wasn't looking for an alternative to Shekht in the kof, that was the lack of Rechave. That's why he was punished with okay, Nisuri. Whereas when it comes to the wild bird you find in the field, Ki Kansipor how is this bird going to be used by a person? Birds, wild birds can only be used to Shekht. And therefore to say that the reason why Hashem doesn't want the person to shech the bird is rachamim for the bird is a mistake. Maybe it would be better for the bird to get shechted. So what is the reason Hashem didn't want to do it? Because it's a lesson for the person. We said before that, that, and the Shaykh gave a number of reasons for Shalach Either not to destroy a species, or to recognize the mysterious nefesh of the mother bird. Or to a that to the bird, provide us with the egg. Whatever the reason is going to be, it's not rachman for the bird. It's for us, and that brings us to the study of the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are primarily for people, and if it's for people to learn the lesson, or people to perfect their mitzvahs, or people to grow from them, then that's an integral part of mitzvahs too. And we made it even to the extent that I would say that even it takes the place of what might be the best thing for the bird. If we're going to learn the lesson in Akara tough. if we're going to learn the lesson in respecting with expecting there's nefesh. or if there's something else for us to learn from the mitzvah, or Shadokha Kahn, then that even, so to speak, is more important than what would be the right thing for the bird, and that would be for it to be used by a person as well. And we see this in another mitzvah in expression, a clear Gemara and Mitzvah. The Gemara says that there's a mitzvah of unloading an animal who's so overburdened that he can't walk. as taizah You see your friend's animal who's kneeling under its burden. Help the animal. The Gemara learns from here there's a din of Not that an animal suffers. And yet, there's another din, And there's a din to help load up an animal. Here the animal's not suffering. He hasn't got anything on his back at this stage. But someone else is asking you to help load him up. Now, the Gemara asks the question What happens if there's two animals? One animal needs to be offloaded and one person needs to be to upload his animal. So here the Gemara says, The method to offload the animal comes first. That's the animal who's suffering. He's the one who's weighed down by the heavy burdens. Let us go one more step. And what happens if the animal which needs to be offloaded belongs to a friend? And the animal which needs to be loaded up belongs to an enemy. And now my question is, who am I going to help first? I'm going to help my friend and and unload his animal, who is suffering under the weight of his burdens, or am I going to help my enemy and load up his animal, even though right now the animal's not suffering at all? And the Gemara says, it's more important to help the enemy first. Why? His animal can wait, it's not suffering. My friend's animal is in pain. And Sarbali Chaim is something the Torah considers. And the Gemara's answer is, still, it's more important for the growth of the person to overcome his natural instinct of hatred towards the enemy and help his enemy, that's more important to goal than, so to speak, the fact that we can take an animal out of its pain earlier. And that's the same as The primary point of the mitzvah is what the person can gain from it. And therefore, Shirach HaKan Send away the mother bird Why? There's a number of reasons in the mitzvah Why the person is going to gain from keeping the mitzvah Is the reason because it's good for the bird? Maybe it's not Maybe the best thing for the bird that will be used by a person as well But that's secondary In mitzvahs to what the person can gain From doing a mitzvah So we've learned two points Number one, the side of mitzvahs And that's therefore the person's growth And number two And number two, the concept of rachamim. There is not just feel sorry for something, and have and therefore don't uh, don't make it to its tafkid. The concept of rachamim is if there's a second way for it to makayim its tafkid as well. So then one can find rachamim. Otherwise, the rachamim doesn't replace the concept of kodesh wants